The great transformation, how will we learn, is the question. The rise of the digital age has transformed news, media and entertainment. There are signs that it may also impact education as well. That is the topic for this week's episode of The Great Transformation right here on Ticker. And the host of that, the fabulous Professor Tim Harcourt, also known as the Airport <laughs> Economist. He's also from the University of Technology in Sydney or UTS. Tim, Thanks. always great to see your face here on Ticker. Um, talk to us about the international education market as, as well as the speed up of online learning. Obviously, the past three years, we have never seen anything like it. Neither have parents. What do you make of it all? Yes, yeah, amazing. Uh, you know, everyone's uh, home became a instant school room or university lecture theatre. Whether they Aaron liked it or not, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, whether they signed up or not. And uh, I mean, we'd had Harvard MOOCs before COVID, but suddenly everyone was in on the game. So it didn't matter whether you're doing your uh, degree sitting in Melbourne or, or Sydney, you could do it in Harvard, Oxford or UTS or Melbourne Uni, yeah, it did, didn't really matter. So so that really has transformed higher education. Um, ha having said that, it's now starting to not go back to normal, but there seems to be a bit of a hybrid model with a bit of online and face-to-face uh, -face learning now taking hold back again at universities and other institutions. So what did you find on the episode? Obviously, there are a lot of people making a lot of predictions. You remember when COVID first began, people saying you will never go back to classrooms. There'll never be people returning. It's impossible. COVID will last forever. And as we know, COVID is still going on, uh, despite the numbers maybe not being published as often as they used to. But in terms of that hybrid mentality, do you see that lasting? Or from the people you spoke to on the show, do you see it petering out and in a year's time, five years' time, this hybrid working from home, learning from home is actually the thing that we remember most from COVID. Yeah, well, Professor Roy Green, who uh, is uh, from the University of uh, Technology Sydney, he's also just been appointed by Ed Husick to the CSIRO board, is, is big on innovation. And his view was that the, the flexibility of the hybrid model is providing a lot of opportunity uh, for, for learning. Uh, but he also thinks that um, uh, the face-to-face -face time you get with, uh, with with professors and tutors and uh, your classmates, uh, nothing can can replace that. So he thought he wouldn't go to extreme to say, you know, the world has changed forever. Uh, he thought some of the flexibility would still be continued, uh, but uh, people will still like a lot of face-to-face -face learning. So a lot of that will will still be around. Tim, it's such a great point. Australian universities obviously are a world away from places like Harvard and Cambridge. When it comes to online, of course, it, it's a level playing field, but we cannot take away, and the same goes for our universities here in Australia as well, not just the importance of face-to-face -face learning, but if you walk through Oxford or Cambridge or Harvard, and you see these structures around you, these grand buildings, a bit like what you expect out of Harry Potter, that uh, there will be an element of this place is bigger than me. And I think that the one thing that I feel we've been losing during COVID is the sense that the world is bigger than us. And this point of individualism perhaps has gone a little bit too far. What do you think? Yeah, no, there's a bit of element of truth of that, and, and, and you're quite right. I mean, Harvard and yeah, UPenn and MIT are in a bit of strife at the moment because of um, that congressional inquiry, as you've reported on, on Ticker. So they're a bit tarnished um, at the moment. Um, and, and also, I think one thing that people don't factor in is that, like it or not, I mean, education is uh, a way of immigrating. And uh, for a lot of Australian universities, they expect that 
Australia is going to have a, a high level of immigration. And so why yeah. not give people who want to come here a degree in the process, then they're going to be well equipped to, uh, to get a job. And the, and the uh, connections between employment and Australian degrees are pretty strong. So I think that immigration employment nexus is also what's going to be driving face-to-face -face, uh, learning because um, if you're in Bangalore doing an online course, you've got no chance of getting permanent residency. Yeah, it's, it's a very, very good point about the immigration side of things as well. Also, the fact that university has become such a massive export in Australia, particularly economies like here in Victoria, where we are, um, that don't have natural resources. It seems to be the way that they're going and COVID had a, a real big impact on that. Do you think that other institutions aside from universities uh, can also be training providers? I remember going to school, but spending a week at a newspaper doing work experience during school and finishing that week thinking to myself, I learned more more from that than my entire time at school in one week. What a success you've been, Aaron. You, you're proof of that. But, um, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, because Atlassian's got their own uh, learning. A lot of you know, corporations can provide it. I guess they can't provide a university degree, but in terms of um, on-the-job training and uh, uh, a degree of qualifications, they can do it. And I think that's why universities have got into micro-credentials in the sense that, not everyone wants to do a, a three or four year degree and then another yeah. one, then another one. They want to yeah. upgrade their skills along the way. And uh, I think universities have got into that for that flexibility and also because they know that a lot of other institutions can also provide it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, totally agree with that. And a reminder for viewers, if you'd like to catch The Great Transformation with Tim Harcourt, you can do so right here on Ticker, 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time on Tuesdays. Tim, always great to see you. Thank you, Aaron.